I've been going to Paris since I was a teenager. One of my first international performances was at a small festival outside of Paris at, in the town Sully sur Loire. And I had one day for tourism in Paris at the end of it. So that was sort of my introduction to France. I got to play in a big castle and then go to Paris and walk around the city for an entire day as, as a teenager. And it was, um, I think I was 13 or 14. It was really, it really made an impression. And I loved walking in Paris. And then when I got the chance to play in Paris for the first time, it was wonderful. There was so much artistic presence throughout the whole city, just the, the architecture for starters, but then you walked down the Seine and there's all these little booksellers and art prints. And it just is, it feels very cultural in all of the sort of historical artistic senses. And as a musician, you hear about Paris as this magnet point for all the performers who were in the previous generations and then they would meet composers and then they would they would all hang out with writers and visual artists and go to the cafes and it's just a place where a lot of things have happened it's a very dynamic city where things continue to happen and paris is central to the lives and work of the composers that you feature on your new recording. Rautavara, Prokofiev, Chausson, I mean, Paris is just in their DNA. And these are pieces, it seems to me, that are very difficult to compare to any other pieces in the violin repertoire. Sure, it's a Prokofiev concerto with three movements, um, but it's not Beethoven, Brahms, Mendelssohn, Bruch. We figured out a way to make the recording happen with our dream pieces to do together, which is Prokofiev one, Chausson poem. Um, I love Prokofiev. The, the first violin concerto is a piece I feel very close to, and I have for some reason just a very, like a very close attachment to. And I also associated a lot with Paris because I know that Prokofiev was there a lot at the time he was writing. When it was premiered, it was premiered in Paris in 1923. So I had been waiting for the right time for me, the right time for the right colleagues, and for all of that to come together to record that piece. I had been waiting and this was for me the moment that we needed to capture. So we did Prokofiev one and Chausson poem was a dream for me to be able to play with them because their range of color combined with 
um, their direct expressiveness and lack of fussiness is exactly what that piece needs to breathe and express. And I love in the poem that I get to play the quietest notes in the whole piece. As the soloist, there's always a question, what, what's your role? How much do you need to project? So I start with, my first note goes down to just about as quiet as I can play. And it goes from there to this huge, um, ultimately the, the peak of the piece is a massive example of everything an orchestra can, can create in, in beauty and expansiveness. And I always get goosebumps when I'm playing this piece. Usually not when I'm playing. It's usually when I stop and the orchestra is playing, I'm like, whoa, what am I in the middle of? This is phenomenal. Another recent project of yours on the, the simpler side of the music involves the, the life and leadership and incredible influence of Dr. Suzuki. You, you know, sometimes you wake up with a tune in your head that you heard in a dream and you kind of have that earworm for the first, uh, you know, few minutes of your day. Uh, for you, is it, do you ever wake up with Song of the Wind just sort of randomly in your head? <laughs> running through my head. I find the, the tunes from the Suzuki um, books, uh, like one to three is what I recorded. I find them just popping into my head. And my goal with that recording, I grew up listening to the Suzuki recordings when I was working on the Suzuki books when I started. And I got in the habit of listening to a lot of music just because part of the Suzuki method is you listen and you listen, you listen. You don't listen with a particular goal. You just listen to the music and you get very familiar with it as a kid and it's just around you. So I grew up listening to those. And when they asked me to do the recordings, I thought, you know, I would like for this to be a recording that models some of the later like phrasing techniques um, and some of the expressive concepts that the students will be hopefully learning as they find their identity within music but I want them to hear it from the beginning, but in the technique that they might be able to aspire to as a beginner, because it's extremely difficult to play the violin. So as a soloist and someone who is performing like Prokofiev one, which has all the techniques in the world, you really have to think, how do I reduce to the essence of what the music is about and get in the head of someone who is just starting to play an instrument. And I loved that process. I really loved it was not a big ask for me to put myself in that mentality. And I, I found the pieces like so beautiful to play. By the end of living with these pieces for a few days in the studio, I just felt like I'd been through, like I'd been to the musical spa and I was all balanced out. <laughs> this is Peter Warp for WRCJ. I'm speaking with violinist Hilary Hahn about her recent project recording the first three volumes of the 
Suzuki string method and her her latest recording entitled Paris with the music of Rautavara, Chausson and Sergei Prokofiev. I hope we'll see you at Orchestra Hall in Detroit before too long. Yes, I miss Detroit. I love playing there. <laughs> I'm sure it'll, you know, when things come back, they'll come back. Like everyone, yeah. it'll roar back and we'll be like, Wow, holding on to our, you know, to to our seats and or the steering wheel or whatever I was just doing. Right. <laughs> just be hanging yeah. on. Thank you so much for doing this today, Hillary. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. For WRCJ, this is Peter Wharf. Thank you.